Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Shauna. Thanks for joining us today. As we begin our prayer and reading today, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence. Let's take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank Him for all that He's done, is doing, and will do. O God, whose Son, Jesus Christ, is the Good Shepherd of your people, grant that, when we hear His voice, we may know Him who calls us each by name, and follow where He leads, who, with you and the Holy Spirit, lives and reigns, one God, forever and ever. Amen. As we read your words in scripture, we ask, Holy Spirit, that you lead us and give us understanding. Lord, we ask that you would draw near and meet with us and lead us into your kingdom today. Hosea chapter 14. Return, O Israel, to the Lord your God, for you have stumbled because of your iniquity. Take with you words and return to the Lord. Say to him, Take away all iniquity except what is good, and we will pay with bulls the vows of our lips. Assyria shall not save us. We will not ride on horses, and we will say no more, Our God, to the work of our hands. In you the orphan finds mercy. I will heal their apostasy. I will love them freely, for my anger has turned from them. I will be like the dew to Israel. He shall blossom like the lily. He shall take root like the leaves, like the trees of Lebanon. His shoots shall spread out. His beauty shall be like the olive and his fragrance like Lebanon. They shall return and dwell beneath my shadow. They shall flourish like the grain. They shall blossom like the vine. Their fame shall be like the wine of Lebanon. O Ephraim, what have I to do with idols? It is I who answer and look after you. I am like an evergreen cypress. From me comes your fruit. Whoever is wise, let him understand these things. Whoever is discerning, let him know them. For the ways of the Lord are right, and the upright walk in them. But transgressors stumble in them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As I reflect on this passage, 
I am immediately drawn to verse 4. The first three verses of chapter 14 are a plea for the Israelites to repent and return to the Lord. At the arrival of verse 4, we see a shift in the message. Verse 4 says, I will heal their apostasy. I will love them freely, for my anger has turned from them. Then, for the rest of the chapter, we see this beautiful image of God blessing the nations through Israel. To really get the full impact of this message, it helps me to put myself in the context of which it was written. So, during this time, there was a lot of political unrest. There were kings who were bad leaders, and there was the imminent threat of conquest and exile. The book of Hosea was written just before the northern kingdom of Israel was conquered by the Assyrians. And Hosea had been practically begging the Israelites to stop worshiping Baal and return to the one true God. The state of God's family was in utter disarray, and the situation seemed hopeless. And yet, verse 4 exists. Um, while reading, I found, I found myself uh, subtly thinking, Holy cow, these people were terrible. How can God say things like, I will love them freely, when people act like that? Um, and then the Holy Spirit reminded me that the Israelites are a symbol of humanity as a whole. Therefore, I am included in this list of terrible people. Um, I have struggled with in earlier times in my life where I would put my hope in how good or obedient I was. And as I've you know, gotten older and matured because of God's grace and sanctification, he has given me an awareness of my own sin and showed me how to put my complete hope in and base my identity on who I am in light of what Christ has done for me. However, there are still times when pride creeps in and I'm tempted to base my worth on what I do. Um, Romans 3, specifically verses 10 through 12, um, those are verses that the Holy Spirit puts on my heart and mind when I am in one of those times of sort of being prideful and um, in what I do. Um, Paul was quoting parts of Psalm 14 and 53 when he wrote in Romans 3, um, none is righteous, no, not one. No one understands, no one seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. Um, it's verses like these that remind me of my absolute need for Christ's sacrifice on the cross. It's something that the Lord convicts me with in a gentle way when my pride becomes an issue. So my question to you is this. What verse or verses have been pivotal in helping you to understand your own identity and need for Christ's atonement?
Father God, we praise you that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. As we read your word, give us eyes to see how it points to Jesus. May we never forget or take for granted who we are because of what you've done. Through our lives and by our prayers, may your kingdom come.